What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your one-stop spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And on today's episode, we, of course, will be previewing the Bulls game against the Orlando Magic. I also will be giving midseason grades out to certain players, uh, well, to the roster so far, just saying how they've played so far in the season. We'll do all that and some more and fuck Grayson Allen <laughs> right after this. All right, what's going on, Bulls fans? Uh, so, first up, we do have a game against Orlando Magic tonight coming up. And so, you know, what do we need from a game against Orlando Magic? I think it's pretty clear. We need Io and Kobe first to bounce back, right? We need them to get back to playing how they were. We can't have another cold shoot not like that. Like, the only reason that was not a blowout for us is because Milwaukee was also shooting very, very badly, just as bad as us now. Well, on the flip side of that, we can easily say the only reason the Bulls did not win that game is because we weren't shooting better as well. All in all, everything being said and being equal, I like the way that the Bulls played. And because they shot equally, I really do think, again, they were only missing Brooke Lopez. So you got to think full rosters, like I've been saying, and people have been always questioned who's going to guard Giannis XYZ. I really do have faith in the Bulls ability to play against the Bucks in the playoffs or the rest of the season with a full and healthy roster now. We know we got we had another big injury in that game and it sucks, but you know, um, fuck Grayson Allen, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Uh, but we have to just continue it next man up mentality. Um, Javante Green and Zach Levine have both been moved to doubtful from being uh, from not no chance of playing uh, today against the Magic. Now, I still don't expect them to play, but both of them being moved into the doubtful position does at least give me some hope that they will be back sooner rather than later. And both of them, I know we've been. Uh, we've known for a while that Zach Levine was prepared to come back Wednesday against Cleveland. It's good to see that Javante Green's been upgraded as well. We hope to get him back as soon as possible because we definitely need him. But to get back into this game tonight against Orlando Magic, Kobe, Io are going to have to get back to playing solidly on both sides of the ball. Uh, defense wasn't an issue really last game, but we need them shooting well because we need their offense in many, many ways. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see how this rotation all completely figures out now that we won't have Caruso um yeah our guard depth is is really lacking right now a, a position of depth depth for us but i still trust the bulls to be able to overcome it especially against the orlando magic maybe i'm being overconfident about that but that remains to be seen and we'll see what happens with that uh we need a, a solid game for vooch on both sides of the ball as we always know these are these are, these are things that are common every single game we need from us right demar you almost trust always demar to do demar things but we definitely need demar we need the bench to keep up the defensive intensity, even with Caruso not being in the game. We know what Caruso means to this team's defense. We know what he brings energy-wise and how he helps the other team focus. But they're going to have to find a way, this team, to maintain that brand of defense, even when Alex Caruso is not in the game. Yes, we are a man down as far as defensively and a versatile defender at that. I'm not talking about our ability to guard everyone as well as when we have Alex Caruso in there, but I mean that that that. That energy, that that activity on defense, we need that. That is a very big part of our success is when we can be active on defense, and we're going to need that from this team in the starting lineup and in the bench tonight. Players are going to have to earn their minutes today. It is what it is. Troy Brown Jr., who's coming along, we'll talk about him in in, in my midseason grades. Uh, you know, we we need solid defense from him. We need good Tony Bradley as much as we can. Now we know he didn't play. Any in last game, and that, that that makes sense. Uh, but, you know, we need to see that. And one thing that I will be looking out for this, and this is not just because I'm a fan of him, Tyler Cook showed us some very impressive things in that last game. I want to see continued growth from Tyler Cook um, because 
Tyler Cook really can really help our size problem a lot, right? And we know he's not the best defender. We know he's not even the defender like a Javante Green is or anything like that. But to be able to be able to have a player um, that's not playing out of position at the four, that's able to give size, activity, dunk the ball, right? Those are the things that we've missed. And we really haven't had a player to do things just like that since Daniel Gafford's been here. Again, not comparing Tyler Cook to Daniel Gafford in any way. I want to make that clear. But I think that activity and some of that skill set overlaps. He's not the same type of player or the quality of player, at least that not that we've seen so far. But I want to see continued growth from Tyler Cook. Does he get the start tonight? If he does, does he be, does he able to stay out of foul trouble and and keep his butt, his ass on the court like we need him to be? Um, especially because he's one of the few players that gives us size without really giving up, up much on the offensive end. You can trust him to do certain things offensively and to play with activity. And I want to see that from Tyler Cook as well. Tony Bradley, um, he's back, probably going to be getting minutes in this game. We need to see Tony Bradley be active, play smart. Eliminate those butterfingers, which is a tall order for him, but we need to see those things. As we still prepare to get players back and for players to get back healthy, we're going to be without, I mean, we, even though it looks like we're getting Zach Levine and Javante Green, their, their returns are on the horizon. We're still going to be a long time without Derrick Jones Jr. We're going to be a long time without Lonzo. We're going to be a long time without Alice Caruso. And who knows what's going on with Patrick Williams? Those are four players that are key for us. Uh, that we're going to be without for the majority of the rest of the season, really, when you look at it, especially uh, Alex Caruso, if he's out that full eight-week period, right, and it says he'll be reevaluated re in six to eight weeks, if he's out that full eight-week period, he's going to come back with 10 games left in the season. Lonzo's not much better than that because he went out with that surgery only a couple of days before Alex Caruso. So that means we're not going to have those players for the majority of the season now. Uh, Derek Jones Jr., he looks to be, he look, he's going to come back before then, right? Javante Green is on the on the on the potential of coming back soon, but we need to get back healthy. We need to get our players back, um, and we're gonna not we're not gonna have our perfect version of health at least until the playoffs. And even then, it remains to be seen. But we need to see activity from this team tonight on both ends of the floor. Now, one thing that I'm gonna be going over in this thing we're gonna get into next is midseason grades. And what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna break these up in categories, right? Rather than go player by player, I'm gonna break it up in categories. I know, and I expect some of you guys to disagree with me, and that's fine. So A's, I'm giving my A's uh, for midseason gra grades out to Demar, Levine, Russo, Io, and Javante Green. They get uh, they get A's for me. Demar, it's clear. Levine, it's clear. Anything you can say about Demar, you can basically say about Levine. They have very similar efficiency numbers, and well, I think Levine is actually more efficient than uh, Demar Derozan, but their numbers are very very similar. Alice Caruso, for nothing else, we know the energy and seeing what. How he changed this team when he came back, I think you have to give Alex Caruso a. He's been everything he was advertised to be on defense. And let me also preface this. My grades are my grades, right? I expect everyone to have different grades. I look at my grades based on a few different things, a few different factors. What I expected from the player coming into the season, how they lived up to my own personal expectations, right? Because this is a personal list. Again, this is this is not objective. This is my personal list. So objectivity is not a, not in, not a thing here. This is just my personal list. Um, and also their overall performance. So again, DeMar Levine Caruso easily get A's for me. Io, I fluctuated between giving an Io a, a B or an A, but really looking into it and going back and listening to my own preseason um, evaluation of him, I did not expect him to get very many minutes. And I said, and somebody quoted me on this, I said, if he, if he plays, something's either gone really, really bad for the team or really, really amazing for the team. And it's the latter half of that. So because of that, because of my, my personal expectations, uh, for him this season, just because of our guard depth, I didn't expect if he did get minutes to be very many, and I really expected him to spend a stint in the G League. He avoided that 
in the preseason. He earned his minutes, and we just see continued growth in the way that he processes and plays basketball. And that basketball IQ, he gets an A for me for sure. Next one, Javante Green. And some people may question, why is Javante Green on this A on the, the categories of getting an A? He gets an A for me, A from his effort, playing out of position, being a 6'4 power forward that's been playing for us. And, you know, yes, he gives up length and there's certain issues that we run into just for size, but his heart, determination, none of that's ever questioned. Yes, I would like him to hit, hit shots a little bit better than what he does sometimes. And sometimes he absolutely has games where he hits every open shot that he gets by the nature of this offense. But just looking at Javante Green and the, and the totality of it, playing out of position, a player that we got in a deal, and no one really expected Javante Green to be the one that stuck around after that deal or to be the one that, that really makes an impact. And he's came and he showed up and he's outlived every expectation that I had for him coming into the season. My B, there are two players on my Bs, right? And this one may get some people pissed off, especially Lonzo Ball stands. Kobe gets a B for me easily. Um, considering all the all the talk around him from Bulls fans at the beginning of the season, all the he's not going to fit on this team, uh, wondering how he was going to develop. Not only did he come in and at last game out out in his first couple of games when he uh when he was coming back from injury, Kobe's been everything that we've needed him to be as a player off the bench. He's starting right now, but he's been everything that we needed to have from a player off the bench. Every single thing, and his defense is approved. That weak side defense is so improved from him. Him play, paying in the passing lanes, getting turnovers, getting blocks sometimes, and just being a more aware defender, he easily gets a B. If I had to like rank the B, it'll probably be just a straightforward B, not a B minus or a B plus. But Kobe White absolutely gets a B for me for everything, and I think he's it's well deserved. Lonzo Ball gets a B minus and almost a C for me, and this is why. And some of this I want to I want to say up up front because I know. Lonzo Ball fans are going to hear that and go the fuck off. The reason why I almost gave Lonzo a C, some of that isn't his fault, right? It's the way that the coaches, coaching staff is using him. I acknowledge that, right? I acknowledge that it's not all on Lonzo, why he just floats around on the outside of the perimeter. But why he's getting a B for me is even when he does get into the mid-range some, he makes awkward passes in the beginning of the season, those were turnovers, and I want to see Lonzo be more confident in getting to the rim. And we'll see if that happens over the course of the season once he does come back and in the, in the preseason. But I really do feel like, again, this is my personal list, and part of that is my personal expectations. I haven't seen Lonzo Ball unleash yet. Now, we did have stretches of that when DeMar and, and um, Levine were both out in health and safety protocol, and that almost solidified him getting a B for me only because I need to see that version of Lonzo more. And again, I am admitting, and I am stating here, that a lot of this is not Lonzo's fault. This is the way that the coaching staff is using him. They need to unleash Lonzo more. But because of that, just being honest and fair, I had to give Lonzo a B. Let's move on to my C's. Derek Jones Jr. is a C for me. Um, and again, a lot of this is just, I almost, let me, if I had to put it, it's a C plus, almost a B minus. And him playing out of position. The fact that Derek Jones Jr. was playing center, backup center for us at certain, at certain points in time and did a, a solid job at it. You know, it, it, argument could be made that he's that he's going to be, that he should be in the B range. I'm giving him a C for me personally because I really, my expectations were high. And again, personal list, some of my expectations are my own fault, right? I admit that. But I'm giving Derek Jones Jr. a C. Um, I, I, again, with him, I would like to see more assertiveness from him at times. I would like to see more consistency from shooting. His PR is solid, right? So he 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 could have easily moved into a B minus, but I'm giving him a C plus just just to nail it in. My next player in the C range is Nikola Vucevic, and a big part of this is because of how cold he was for for the opening of this season, and we we haven't seen in some of the bigger games where we needed him at. Vuce has not done what we needed from him. Now again. 
the great version of Vooch, when we do get great Vooch, it's amazing, right? He could have easily been a B plus, A minus range if that was more sustained and consistent. But again, my personal expectations are, are a lot of what color this is I had high expectations for Vooch this season. And he's been, let, let me clear, let me be clear. I've said this. Vooch ranks in just about the top 10 and top 15 in every statistical category for amongst centers. So he's been good, right? It's just, again, a little bit, this is is hurt by how bad he was to start the season. Now, again, my my in-season grade, he could easily, easily be in that B, B range and possibly the A range. We can see a huge jump from him with more consistent play, and we're going to need it with the upcoming games. And we'll see with lesser competition if Vooch can get back on track. But Vooch right now sits at a C for me. Next up, my Ds. Troy Brown Jr. gets a D for me. Um, even though he's come on more lately, um, I want to see more consistency in that, right? Um, he can easily move into a C as well, but he gets a D for me. Tony Bradley almost got an F, but he gets a D for me as well because in games where Tony Bradley has shown up defensively, it's really been key for us. And he's played, he's had some games that he's played a key role for us. And that's the only thing that saved him from being in the F range. The only thing that saved him being in the F range. Same thing for the next player, Matt Thomas. Um, Matt Thomas is a D for me and could have easily been an F, but we've seen Matt Thomas hit shots when we needed them to. Um, I would like to see more consistent. Sometimes he gets cooked on defense. So it's just things that he does every game defensively that I'm just like, man, I did not expect this from a veteran. One thing that I did expect from Matt Thomas coming into the season is that when he was called on to be able to play solid D, shoot the ball well, and at times he hasn't done neither well. So he gets a D for me. The one F that I'm giving is Alfonso McKinney. He's fucking horrible. Alfonso McKinney, lowest PER on the team by far, lowest per 100 possessions by far on this team. He's fucking terrible. Alfonso McKinney is the only F on here because he's just, he needs to get the fuck out. That's the F for Alfonso McKinney. Incomplete grades that I'm handing out. P. Will, obviously, we only got to see very short time from P. Will, and in that time, he was still coming back from injury. Marco Simonovic, we already know it's what is going on with Marco. And Malcolm Hill. Malcolm Hill, I'm giving it incomplete to just because I haven't seen enough of Malcolm Hill to meet for me to feel comfortable to put a grade on him. So that's my grade so far. I don't think I missed anyone. If I did miss anyone, you guys will let me know in the comments. That's my grade so far on the Bulls season. Last topic for today. The NBA is reviewing and looking into the Grayson Allen foul. I don't know what it is to look into. I mean, we everybody's seen the, the damn replay at this point in time. Something needs to happen. And the, and the fact that the NBA is reviewing it, I don't expect anything to happen. Now, maybe I post this video and then something like what happens with me sometimes. I post a video, uh, an hour later, news comes out. So we'll see what happens with um with Grayson Allen and the NBA reviewing this call. But I wanted to end it on this because fuck Grayson Allen. And this has been another episode of <laughs> Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. If you want to leave a text or voicemail, you can do so at 773-270-2799. Like I liked it in every video on, every episode on. Go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break Media. Media.